Previously on Left Behind. My name is Vernon Billings. I'm pastor of the New Hope Village Church of Mount Prospect, Illinois. You know who wants to talk with you? Oh, better not have a British accent. Nikolai Carpathia himself. Dear God. Dear God. I admit that I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. I know this is very new to you, um, but I feel I should ask you to join our core group. You think the time is short, that in this new dangerous world I'm going to wait too long and then it'll be too late. Couldn't have said it better myself. I warn you now to beware of a new leader with great charisma trying to take over the world during this time of chaos and confusion. Based on the best-selling novel, Tyndale House Publishers proudly presents Episode 7 of the dramatic audio edition of Left Behind. No prompt or nothing. And the way they're standing when the country is called. Like he's choreographed. Exactly. Friends, friend. I told you. Let me he say isn't just another politician. That what we see in this room today is only a foretaste. Merely a glimpse of what we can have in the global community. Instead of fighting each other, we will work together for peace. Instead of warring against each other, nations will strive for unity. We will fight together for peace. And as a popular singer a few years ago put it, the world will be as one. taking your car home, right? Yeah, no problem. I'll take your mother's back, then. You remember how to get back out of the airport, right? Yeah, the ramp to 90's open again, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. If not, just stay on Mannheim. Okay, figure it out. Listen, let me uh, get my phone out of the glove compartment. I want to see when Hattie can join us for dinner. That's all right with you, isn't it? As long as you don't expect me to turn into Miss Domestic and cook. She loves Chinese. We'll, we'll order out. She loves Chinese? You are familiar with this woman. But it's not like that. Uh, listen, uh, you'll get home before I will. Your mother's car needs some gas, and I'm going to pick up some groceries, too, so I'll be a few minutes behind you. You'll be all right? Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, eerie in there when you're by yourself, you know? Yeah, it is a little. I'll be okay. But don't be too long. Okay. My name is uh, Chaim Rosenzweig, and uh, Mr. Carpathia will be here in uh, just a moment. I, I'm sure you'll understand that he only has a few minutes 
to spend this morning. I, uh, excuse me, excuse me, I, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not used to such confusion. Yes, Mr. Rosenzweig, your relationship to Mr. Carpathia is, I'm sorry, I, Williams? Is that you? Buck Williams? I thought he was dead. What's he doing here? I think, <laughs> I think the reports of my death have been slightly exaggerated. I, I'm so glad to see you alive and well. I had dreadful news about your demise, and President Carpathian was also disappointed to hear of it. He had so wanted to meet you and had agreed to an exclusive interview. We can still do that, huh? It will probably not be possible until late tonight. I'll speak to him. Doctor, just what is your connection? She is here. I must take my place beside Nikolai. Let me begin by saying what an honor it is for me to be in this country and at this historic site. It has been a dream of mine since I was a small boy in Cluj to one day witness this spectacle. And now, to speak at such a gathering is overwhelming. I am here to eagerly cast my country's support of the UN in any way possible. Thank you. And now, if you would like, I will take a few questions. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, please. I am not used to the American way, so if you would be so kind, let me call on a few of you. Now, Mr. Kennard. Uh, Mr. President, about the disappearances, what do you think happened? I have asked Dr. Chaim Rosenzweig of Israel to work with a team to try to make sense of this great tragedy and allow us to take steps towards preventing anything similar from ever happening again. Dr. Rosenzweig will speak when the time is appropriate, but uh, for now, the theory that makes the most sense to me is this. The world has been stockpiling nuclear weapons for innumerable years. Dr. Rosenzweig and his team of renowned scholars is close to the discovery of an atmospheric phenomenon that may have caused the vanishing of so many people instantaneously. What kind of phenomenon, Mr. Carpathia? I do not want to be premature, Mr. Oreskovich. <laughs> Or uh, should I say, Mr. Cameron Williams of Global Weekly? Uh, I can explain. No, no, no need, Mr. Williams. Dr. Rosenzweig believes that some confluence of electromagnetism in the atmosphere, combined with as yet unknown or unexplained atomic ionization from nuclear power and weaponry, could have been ignited or triggered, perhaps by a natural phenomenon, like lightning. Sort of like someone striking a match in a room full of gasoline vapors? Ah, a very good analogy, Miss Longley. Yes, could you turn your tag? Yes, Mr. Cassell. Uh, what do you say to people who believe this was religiously motivated, uh, that it's the work of God taking his own away from the world? I do not accept that theory because I know many, many more people who should be gone if the righteous were taken to heaven. If there is a God, I respectfully submit that this is not the capricious way in which he would operate. By the same token, you will not hear me express any disrespect for those who disagree. As a matter of fact, I am very pleased to have been invited to speak at the upcoming ecumenical gathering here in New York. There I will discuss my views of millenarianism, eschatology, the last judgment, and the second coming of Christ. And at the United Nations meeting this morning, say hello to St. Nick. That's what many are dubbing the president of Romania after his rousing speech that ignited the UN crowd. His recitation of countries and impassioned plea for world peace have caused some to speculate he could be the next Secretary General of the UN. 
I was able to get a commitment late this evening. Nikolai has agreed to appear live on television tonight. Hmm. Nightline? Yes, when he returns to his hotel, he will be happy to give you an uninterrupted half an hour. Great. Thanks for your help, Doctor. I considered my privilege to assist both you and Nikolai. Hey, fella, it might be quicker if you went up the east side of Central Park, okay? I got it, I got it. Okay, okay, then you drive. Okay, kid. You do what you have to to get ready. Marge can give you some research leg work and I'll write shotgun tonight, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I want to check the files and download everything from the internet. Well, what is it? What's the matter? I guess I'm still a little skittish about, about the bombing. If Stonegall is tied to Todd Cothran, who knows where he stands on our little incident in London. Now, let me get this straight. You think Stonegall is Carpathia's angel and in charge of some secret group of international money men? Likely. Yeah, and these guys somehow cooked up Carpathia's rise to power? You got it. Dirk Burton gets too close to the whole thing and winds up dead. Then they wipe out Alan Tompkins and think they get me. All because we're connected to Dirk. If they go through all that trouble, where are they going to stop? So a Stonegall is dangerous to you. What does that make Carpathia? Ah, I really think he's just a pawn. Buck, you were there. I know. Did he look like anybody's pawn? No, 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 he didn't. So I can only assume that he knows nothing about this. Either way, anything involving Carpathia is a big risk. But that's the thing. I don't have a choice. Until he proves otherwise, I'm going to have to trust Nikolai Carpathia. Oh, I am really excited about meeting Chloe. That is so thoughtful of you, Rayford. Okay, Hattie. We'll expect you on Thursday. Oh, do you want me to bring anything? No, no. It's going to be low maintenance. We're uh, thinking about ordering Chinese. Ooh. Just uh, bring yourself. Okay, sounds great. I'll see you then. Okay, bye. Oh, Chloe! What in the world she locked the door for? It? Remy's bike. Somebody, how did they get in? It, oh, oh, great, great. They kicked in the door. Chloe, Chloe, are you okay? Chloe, are you in there? Chloe! And that's when you ran out the back way? Right. When I saw the glass and wood by the door, I went down to the Andersons. And this, uh, this list, this is all the missing items? Well, as best I can remember, TV, VCR, the China, my wife's jewelry. Okay. Well, I think that's all we need, Mr. Steele. Um, you folks don't use your burglar alarm? Yeah, that's my fault. We used it for years when we didn't need it. I, I, I got tired of getting up in the middle of the night with the false alarms and the calls. Yeah, calls from us, I know. That's what everybody says. Uh, well, this time it would have been worth it, huh? Yeah, hindsight and all that. Well, we've had at least 40 or 50 break-ins in the last week alone. I'd get this door boarded up and arm your security system. It should be okay. I'm just glad Chloe didn't walk in on him. I imagine your insurance will take care of a lot of this. I wouldn't anticipate recovering any of it. Well, thank you, officer. Goodbye. Goodbye, ma'am. Thank you. Dad, um, you think you could do me a favor? Well, anything, sweetie. You think we could get another copy of the video from the pastor? Well, that's right. Uh, it was still in the VCR, wasn't it? Well, I'll, I'll call Bruce. <laughs> what? What's so funny? I, I was just thinking, what if the burglars watched that tape? 
Yes, Mr. Williams. My name is Howard Sullivan. Tracked I it down already. To leave this yeah, message on your swear. machine, but I would like to speak with you at your earliest convenience. As you know, two gentlemen with whom you are associated have met with an untimely demise here in London. As you were seen with one of the victims just before his unfortunate end, I would appreciate the opportunity to ask you a few questions. Oh, it's beginning Please to sound like me. you're a suspect. <laughs> I'd better not be. After what I heard from Alan Tompkins about this Sullivan guy, there's no way I'm walking into his snake pit. Let's see who else has my home number. Mr. Williams, this is George Lafitte. As soon as you get this message, I would like you to call me from the nearest police station. Do they have jurisdiction? They can't extradite me, can they? Only if they can link you conclusively from either of those deaths. For your own sake, I would urge you not to delay. But your insurance company said they'll replace it all? Yeah, even got an estimate on a new front door. This is scary stuff. Oh, things are getting so strange, Rayford. You know I have a sister who works in a pregnancy clinic, right? Uh, well, you mentioned it. They do family planning and counseling for terminating pregnancies. Right. And they're set up to do abortions right there on site. Anyway, my sister told me they have zero business. Well, that makes sense, given the disappearances of unborn babies. Yeah, she's pretty upset about it. Well, Hattie, I imagine everyone's horrified. Parents are grieving all over the world. But the women they were counseling wanted abortions. Yeah, so maybe those women are grateful that they didn't have to go through the experience. Maybe, but my sister and the rest of the staff are flat out of work until people start getting pregnant again. Oh, oh, I get it. It's a money thing. No, it's not just money. I mean, they have to work, don't they? They have expenses and families. And, and aside from abortions, they have nothing to do. Nothing. Isn't it awful? I mean, whatever happened last week put a lot of people out of business, and nobody really knows even whether people will be able to get pregnant again. Hattie, I don't know how to ask this, but are you saying your sister is hoping women can get pregnant so they'll need abortions so she can keep working? Sure. What's she going to do otherwise? Shouldn't they be glad if the problems disappear and, and even happier if pregnancies never happen again? I mean, except for the small complication that the human race will eventually cease to exist. But, Rayford, that's her job. <laughs> it's sort of like owning a gas station and nobody needing gas anymore. Supply and demand. Exactly. They need unwanted pregnancies because that's their business. Sort of like doctors wanting people to be sick or injured so they have something to do? Now you've got it, Rayford. Oh, boy. Hey, Buck, I just got a page. NYPD detectives are looking for you at the office. Unfortunately, somebody told him you'd be at the plaza with Carpathia later. <laughs> Brilliant. Maybe you ought to just face the music, kiddo. Get this thing cleared up. 
Uh, not yet, Steve. Let me get started on this Carpathia piece, and then I'll deal with London. Uh, still got my Oreskovich press credentials. If the cops are waiting for me at the plaza, maybe the bogus IDs will buy me some time. Oh, come on, Buck. That ID's gotta be red hot after you used it to slip out of Heathrow. Hey, let me switch with you. If they think I'm Buck Williams trying to pass as Oreskovich, we may buy you enough time to get to Carpathia. Worth a try. We better get out of here. Where can we go see Carpathia on Nightline? How about my place? Ah, no good. They'll look for me there before long. You know, Marge lives a couple of miles. No, 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 don't use my phone. <laughs> Somebody's been watching too many spy movies, kiddo. I'll use myself. You sure Marge won't mind? I don't think it'll be a problem. Marge? Steve. Hey, uh, you open to a visitor or two? Steve, look at this. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll be over in, uh, 10.15. Steve! What is it? A couple unmarked squad cars just pulled up. Hmm. Yeah. Good eye, kiddo, good eye. Let's take the back stairs now. Your speech at the United Nations seems to have electrified New York. <laughs> With the media's help, you've immediately become a very popular man in this country. Now, like anyone from Europe, particularly Eastern Europe, I am amazed at your technology and the speed of information. Let's clear up the question of your origin, if we may. Certainly. Aren't your roots actually in Western Europe? Though born in Romania, your heritage is Italian, is it not? I commend your research. That is true, as it is of many native Romanians, thus the name of our country. But back to your technology, if I may. Uh, while it is amazing... Standby camera two. Tighten up a little bit for me there. Country to be made Good, thank you, and... Take two. An interesting statement, considering you've just come from a full session with People magazine. Take three. Well, that is true. And take two. my sources are Stand correct, by CG. they're going to Stand name you their newest, sexiest man alive. Take three. And CG. I do not consider myself sex. I do. I am on a crusade to see the world. You want to get come Kathy a bib up here? I do not see a position of power. No, brother. Lose the CG. And camera four, give me tighter on uh, Carpathia. I hope that message comes through in every Good. Interview. That'll do. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You respond to those who say you control here. Protocol. And that your elevation to the presidency in Romania came by strong arm tactics. Hmm. I would say. That is the perfect way to attack a pacifist. So you deny having a business rival murdered seven years ago and using intimidation and powerful friends in America to usurp the president's authority in Romania. You must know that our former president asked me to replace him for personal reasons. But that completely ignores your constitution's procedures for succession to power. This was voted upon by the people and by the government and ratified with a huge majority. After the fact. Had they not ratified it, I would have been the briefest reigning president in our nation's history. You hinted this morning that you have a specific plan for the United Nations. I do. Especially at this critical season of history. Can you briefly outline that in a few sentences? <laughs> yeah, that is always dangerous, but I will try. As you know, the Security Council of the United Nations has five permanent members. The United States, the Russian Federation, Britain, France, and China. I propose choosing another five, one from each of the five different regions of the world, giving you, of course, ten permanent members of the Security Council. Now, currently the five permanent members have veto power. Votes on procedure and substance require a majority, including all five permanent members. I propose a tougher system. 
I propose unanimity. I beg your pardon? Select carefully the representative 10 permanent members. They must get input and support from all the countries in their respective regions. It sounds like wow. a political nightmare. I haven't heard a politician with anything to say since I don't know when. He is something. And no apparent personal agenda. So you're not going to start comparing him with the liar the pastor's tape warned us of? Nothing evil or self-seeking I can see. I think the deceiver the tape talked about would be a little more obvious. But if he's a deceiver, maybe he's a good one. Does this guy look like the Antichrist to you? No, he looks like a breath of fresh air to me. If he becomes a weasel, I might be suspicious. equipment to do the job. Hello? Is this Chloe? Yeah. Hi, this is Hattie Durham. Oh, hi, Hattie. Oh, boy. Can I talk with your dad? Sure, he's right here. Hattie? Are you watching Nightline? Well, as a matter of fact, I was I just... have got to meet this guy, Rayford. I have to. Uh, do you have any flights scheduled to New York? Uh, yeah. I have a late morning JFK and back Thursday. Oh, good. Then we're going to see you for dinner that night, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's great. But Rayford... Would you mind if I tried to work that flight? I heard on the news that that magazine writer, Cameron Williams, that the report was wrong about his death. I'm going to see if I can meet with him and get him to introduce me to President Carpathia. You think he knows him? Oh, Cameron knows everybody. And if he doesn't, well, I wouldn't mind seeing him again anyhow. Well, good luck with it, I guess. Well, do you mind if I sign on for your flight? Uh, why don't you just see if it comes up that way on the schedule? Rayford? You don't want me on your flight. Why? Did I do something wrong? Now, why do you think that? Rayford, I know you squashed my last request. I didn't squash it, Hattie. I just said You might as well have. I'm not opposed to your working my flights, but just let them come up as they come. Look, Rayford, I do feel bad about your wife and all, but please don't cast me aside before you have a chance to get over your loss and start living again. Hattie, what's to cast aside? It's not like we had a relationship. Right. For all I knew, you thought I was a cute kid. Too young, but fun to be with. There's some truth to that. But, Rayford, did you ever wish it was something more? Ever? Yes, there were times I wished it was something more. Well, I'll be. I missed my guess. I'd given up. I'd figured you were an untouchable. I am. Well, now, sure, you're in pain. But why can't I fly with you, talk to you, maybe have a drink? It doesn't mean we can't talk or work together when our schedules coincide. If I didn't want to have anything to do with you, I wouldn't have invited you over. To get the uh, let's be friends routine. I want to talk, and it isn't about brushing you off. (sighs) Well, I have to decline. I'm going to be busy. Something's come up, and... uh, Believe me, Rayford, I'll make sure I stay away from your flight. Oh, Hattie, please, I want you to come over Thursday Tell night. Tell me There's... what you want to talk about. It's about the disappearances. Look, I, I know what they're about. I, I want to help you find the truth. You haven't become some kind of a fanatic, have you? <laughs> you know me better than that. I thought I did. Look, trust me, this is worth your time. But I don't want to tell you on the phone. Then I'm not coming. Hattie. Bye, Rayford. Hattie, what? Hat. <sighs> President Carpathia, we have 30 seconds. What is your personal goal? Perhaps a leadership role in the European common market? No, I have no personal goal of leadership, except as a voice 
we must disarm. We must empower the United Nations. We must move to one currency, and we must become a global village. This is my passion. This is my calling. I will fulfill whatever role I am given at this historic moment in time. I will work for peace. Left Behind, the dramatic audio edition, is based on the book by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins and has been adapted for radio by Chris Fabry with music by Steve Wick. Directed and produced by Todd Bastide. The dramatic audio edition of Left Behind is a production of Gap Digital and Tyndale House Publishing. Thank you for listening.